Hello, patriots and other interested parties. I am Deep Cover Patriot, and this is The Republic Stands. Today is Sunday, March 14th, 2021, and this is The Breakdown, Part 3. So, we are red-pilled, and we are based. We know some of what is going on and want to know more, and we share the information with anyone who will listen, a dwindling audience these days. Plato had something to say about that. Those who are able to see beyond the shadows and lies of their culture will never be understood, let alone believed, by the masses. So, what is the greater plan? We are going into a study of the Bible. It will be quick and comprehensive. I ask that you listen for verse references, then you can do your own research and gain a deeper understanding. In Daniel, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Noah, Revelation, and the Gospels are found most of the prophetic words that concern us directly. In Daniel 2, 8, 10, 11, and 12, he tells us of four kingdoms which will arise and fall in succession until doomsday, followed by the return of Christ and the establishment of God's kingdom. The first, Babylon, was followed by the rise and fall of the Persian Empire, followed by the ascendance and deracination of Alexander the Great, and the Great Roman Empire and all of its decadent failure. What these empires have in common, among many other things, is the weight of their need to fulfill social obligations overwhelmed the state. An increase in military expenditure and business influence led to the rise of tyranny, the loss of a moral compass, and the collapse of their power structures. The reasons and details are specific to each, but the theme is one of a cyclical rise and fall. Daniel 12 does say how it will end for us, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was, since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. In Ephesians 6.12, Paul was clear about who was behind the ones who persecute the church and all of God's creation. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That is as specific as it gets. This covers many such as John Roberts, George Soros, Jeffrey Epstein, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Mike Pence, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, Chairman Xi, Angela Merkel, Justin Trudeau, Susan Rice, to name but a few. Who are you, you may ask, to pass judgment on specific persons, to name names? Well, Matthew tells us, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Moving on. Ezekiel 7. The morning is come unto thee, O thou that dwellest in the land. The time is come, the day of trouble is near. Zephaniah 1 uses day of trouble describing the day of the Lord. Quote, the great day of the Lord is near, it is near, and hasteth greatly, even the voice of the day of the Lord. The mighty man shall cry there bitterly, that day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Unquote. Now, if we stop a moment and look at this, we are being told not only what will happen, how it will happen, but also why it will happen. What we need to know is when it will happen. The Gospels are a treasure of prophecy and fulfillment. Look to Timothy 3 for a starting point. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. 
For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. On a timeline, then, we would place that right about now. Matthew expounds a bit more in chapter 24. For nation shall rise against nation, and a kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many nations. Verification. Matthew 24. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. In this context, prophets and teachers are synonymous. Sayudaprophetache is listed in Strong's Concordance as number G5578. First use is from 5571 and 4396. A spurious prophet, pretended foreteller, or religious imposter. There are many examples of leading people astray, including pastors telling their congregations to go get vaccinated, and the president of the Southern Baptist Convention co-signing and recommending critical race theory education. John 5, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Luke puts it all together, Luke 21. Then he said to them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and pestilences. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Settle it, therefore, in your minds not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain lives. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and great earthquakes shall be in many places, and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. Okay, and now we know when. What we need next is to look to a source which will give us more specifics and a timeline. John sat in his cave on Patmos, a prisoner of Rome, and penned the words of Revelation, the Apocalypse, an effort at warning those of us in the last days what to look for. He called them the seven seals, the message from God, the seven trumpets, the judgment of God, the seven signs from God and the seven bowls or vials, which are the wrath of God. The following is taken in large part from beliefnet.com and ucg.org. Look at Matthew 24 and Luke 21 for more. Revelation 6 describes the opening of the first six seals, which depict major events and trends. You should read this entire chapter carefully. First seal is religious deception. The second seal is war. The third seal is famine. Fourth seal is disease. The fifth seal is tribulation and persecution of true Christians. And the sixth seal is an earthquake and heavenly signs. Now, the trumpets from Revelation 8 and 9. The first trumpet is devastation of earth's vegetation. The second trumpet, devastation of oceans and seas. The third is devastation of rivers and fresh water. The fourth, 
sun, moon, and stars partially darkened, fifth, a satanically influenced military power, and the sixth trumpet, an enormous rival military power. Revelation 9. Then the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. The seven signs of the apocalypse include the arrival of the Antichrist, war, famine, plague, judgment, chaos, and silence. The first four are generally depicted by the four horsemen, which represent the opening stages of the apocalypse. The first sign of the apocalypse heralds the coming of what is the Antichrist. The second sign is the onset of war and violence. The third and fourth signs depict natural disasters, such as worldwide famine and death, understood as a global pandemic that is either caused by or occurs during the war that the second sign brings. The fifth sign refers to Christian martyrs crying out to God for judgment on those who have slain them. The sixth and seventh signs are a great earthquake that ends the world before a final judgment is let loose from heaven by God. Now look at the seven bowls or vials. The first bowl precedes boils and sores on those with the mark of the beast. The second bowl is everything in the sea dies. The third bowl, all the waters are polluted. The fourth bowl, the sun burns and scorches people. The fifth bowl brings complete darkness over Antichrist's kingdom. The sixth bowl is the Euphrates River drying up and the kings of the east coming. The scene is set for the Battle of Armageddon. The seventh bowl, a great earthquake. Cities of nations fall. A huge hailstorm occurs. Now, with our current understanding, we are somewhere in the middle of the above. We have wars and rumors of wars. We have natural disasters, a daily complete breakdown in moral guidance, and a near-worldwide lack of faith. We have the most corrupt, evil, most Christ-hating leadership at the national and world level, not just here, everywhere. We are being lied to about everything. All you see, hear, and read is an illusion, a distraction to keep people ignorant of the establishment of a worldwide government guided by a religious philosophy based on nature and climate worship, preaching a gospel of woke dysfunction, wanton death, and hate. What did Dresden James say? When a well-packaged web of lies has been sold gradually to the masses over generations, the truth will seem utterly preposterous and its speaker a raving lunatic. We must be careful relying too much upon secular explanations. There is some truth to be found, but much deceit. When we think of secular history as a guide, what it is, and how it comes to be narrated so definitively, we are reminded by Voltaire that history is the lie that everyone agrees on. Well, and so it is. Our history is being written right now. At the same time, God and Satan are engaged in the final acts of revelation. Events are happening more closely together, and the narrative seems at times to be ridiculous and also dark and deadly. The COVID pandemic and the poison jab are literally right from the seven prophecies, as is the collapse of morality. Most of the following occurred just since the new year. Other events happened since the establishment of COVID as the triggering event of the coming Great Reset. Coca-Cola decides their employees of Northern European origin are too white and refer them to re-education to reduce their whiteness. Disney decides that Dumbo, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, and others are culturally offensive and canceled. Tagged with warning labels and relegated to adult channels. 
Musicians who read books and congratulate the author are persecuted and threatened. They publicly debase themselves with groveling apologies and lose their careers anyway. Members of the military are purged from the ranks for being Trump supporters, having uniform patches depicting the Punisher, owning Gadsden flags, and posting to Q-related websites. Mathematics is labeled as discriminatory to minorities and retooled to grant higher grades to said minorities for their effort rather than correct answers. Universities hold graduation ceremonies devoid of Caucasians so as not to offend their minority students. The Boy Scouts are determined to be sexist and forced to integrate female members. Corporations are required by their boards to have greater representation and management by minorities, regardless of ability to erase the optic of exclusion. Shakespeare is damned as racist and stricken from school lesson plans and libraries. Television shows, movies, and other forms of entertainment have entire casts comprised of minority representation, and the white cast members are relegated to the butt of jokes and are portrayed as weak and simple-minded. People who declare their attraction to the opposite sex are bullied and harassed as phobic, publicly doxed, and excoriated. Statues of the Founding Fathers and other people integral to the discovery, establishment, and success of our republic are routinely defaced, destroyed, and deracinated. Hundreds of thousands of patriotic Trump supporters and others with open minds are banned from the largest social media sites for discussing election fraud, the vaccine narrative, racism, and other ideas deemed to be offensive. And Dr. Seuss is also determined to be offensive. Several of his books were deemed to be in such bad taste that have been banned, deplatformed, and relegated to the rubbish bin. Yes, friends, we are squarely within the prophecies John told us about. For us, for the near future of Christian patriots, the near-term scenario I envision goes something like this. Pelosi introduces a bill before Congress giving the Harris regime sweeping powers to combat the scourge of whiteness and the ravages of COVID. After the vote, the Capitol Police and the FBI arrest members of Congress who have been identified as QAnon sympathizers and or diehard Trump supporters. Due to the effects of the poison injection, people begin dying by the score. Their death is blamed on a new strain of COVID spread by Christians, patriots, and others who will not comply with directives. The resultant purge could be the early stages of the Great Tribulation. In response to this, the remaining red states could form a constitutional compact and stand against the communist takeover and persecutions. No matter what, our republic seems to be broken. Its memory and relevance are kept alive by Texas, Florida, Missouri, and a very few others. Hopefully, in the short run, God will preserve what is left of our republic unless he has abandoned it altogether. This remains to be seen, but we are no longer the United States of America. We are no longer in any way united. It looks as though time is very short. I sincerely hope I am wrong. Tell your family and loved ones that you love them. Pray, pray, pray. May God bless you and your loved ones, and may God save the republic.